The boy is eating. The boy is your drinking. name. What is your name? She is not a girl. First, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's new podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee with us. You are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Paige Sutherland. And I'm Mariah Wojka. Today is an exciting episode because we're joined today by one of our good friends and a fellow Dynamic English teacher, Victor. Victor, thanks so much for being with us today. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Of course. Today we'll be chatting with Victor about his story, what brought him here to Chile. Victor has a unique perspective that might be relatable to a lot of you English language learners because Victor's bilingual, so he went through the process of learning English as well. So we'll be talking a little bit about that and just getting to know Victor in general. Exactly. Yeah, so since our audiences don't know you, Victor, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? How long have you been in Chile? Uh, well, my name is Victor, and I am from El Salvador. Uh, I grew up in El Salvador, and I learned English in university, because I am an English teacher, as you said. But I've been going to the U.S. I've been living in the U.S. for the last six years. Like, I, I was going back and forth to El Salvador and then to the U.S. because yeah. I was working at MetLife, which oh, is an okay. insurance company. Yeah. And, um, well, learning English has definitely been the most, maybe, challenging process I've gone through because it, it doesn't stop. Like, it's an everlasting thing. I right. will never stop learning English just the way I will never stop learning Spanish, right? Because right. it's, it's something like you, you're always getting something new. Have you got that, listeners? The process will never end. <laughs> Don't give up. <laughs> I mean, it never ends, but of course, you get to a point where you can, you definitely Be successful. manage, yeah, you manage the, the language. Right. And I cannot, ex I cannot explain to you how, uh, how useful and helpful learning English has been to me. I mean, English has opened so many opportunities to my life that I think I wouldn't have done many things without it. Right? Yeah? Yeah. Can you say a little bit more about that? Like, first of all, what inspired you to study English at well, university? Honestly, my first option was to be an architect. No I, way! I, I, I so wanted to be an architect. But my second option, I mean, I love English. And yeah. I have always loved English. English is such an amazing uh, language that I just wanted to study it. I mean, and when I got to university, I was going to study architecture, but I found out that I was going to be maybe unemployed like for so long that I just, okay. I just wanted like to have um, a, a job like fast, right? right? And I know English is like a, a language that's definitely going to help you to get a job like very fast. Totally. Right? And I, I got a job in MetLife, mm -hmm. right? And that was because I spoke English, right? because it was with MetLife US, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that was like the best thing that helped me like improve my fluency in the language and also the pronunciation because I was speaking with native speakers all the time, yeah. right? Yeah. So it, w it was like a process of three years, I can okay. say. So, okay. Yeah. And when you went to university, did you have any level of English? 
Oh, when I start when I started university six years ago, I couldn't speak any English. None. Wow. I mean, I was able to say like "hello" and "how are you," <laughs> right? But that was like everything. Like my first week in Chile, when I was trying to speak Spanish, mm -hmm. I was like, "I am from the north of the United States. I have two sisters." <laughs> like the the most basic things, yeah. you know, the the simplest of the simple. And yeah. then you just practice, 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 and. Now you can have conversations in Spanish. Yeah. And the trick was practice, right? You right. Practice. And you use Spanish every day. Right, exactly. And like Victor said, like his experience at MetLife speaking English was what really gave him the leverage that he needed to take his English to the next level. It's that those conversations with, with native speakers and just practicing all the time. Yeah, I mean, uh, when I worked there, it helped me a lot, but when I started working there I already I was already able to speak English totally probably. totally but I got to speak English like very fluently because I was practicing all the time I remember I was studying like I was in university from one to five and then I got home like at six and I, I just got I remember I used to get home like have dinner and then from nine to like 2 a.m. I oh was like God. listening and I was practicing and it was not I mean I was yeah. I was doing a lot of interesting things like entertaining things like I was watching videos uh, movies something that helped me a lot was to to see the news like mm -hmm. CNN in English I mean I sometimes I honestly don't care about the news I don't care <laughs> at all but I just I just like the fact that I'm understanding what they're saying yeah, yeah. so that's, yeah. that that helps a lot and that's a good point like, it doesn't have to be a boring process you know you don't have to listen to standard listening exercises or do Duolingo to practice your English. Like, there are so many different... You could listen like, to a podcast. You could listen to a podcast. For example, Coffee with Gringos. My personal favorite podcast. <laughs> it helps a lot to be uh, surrounded by natural context. Totally. Because right? that's something that I also faced. I learned the rules and everything. It's perfect. Like uh, That helped me to, to, to understand the language properly. But getting to the U.S. and listening to actual like natural context language that was so different to what yeah. I was used to. Yeah, like, the casual like, language. What, what's that? Like, uh, the way people speak is the way accents, different than the, the books, right? Yeah, totally. Than the, the, the books of the, the audience of the book. Exactly. So it's way different. It's way better just to be uh, surrounded by natural context. Right. And okay. so going back a little bit, how did you get to Chile? You talked about... Oh, yeah, can you, can yeah. you tell us we a little bit? We kind of want to know your story. We, tell us your story, <laughs> I I love Chile. I have to be honest. Chile is, for me, one of the most amazing countries I've ever been to. I remember I came uh, for vacation on 2016. And I'm going to tell you a whole story. It's like a very dramatic story. <laughs> uh, I was like very sad because I had gone through uh, like a breakup. <laughs> yeah, but it, but I was and I was devastated. I was I was devastated, <laughs> and, and and I remember. I mean, I think everyone has gone through a situation like that. Not I mean, not the same, but similar. Totally. And I remember I wanted to come here because my twin brother. I have a twin brother who lives here, and he's been living here for the last four years. He was here, and I just wanted to see him. He was studying in a Catholic university. In yeah. Catholica. Yeah. So I came here, and he was living in the south by the time. So I had to go to Pukan. And I was not expecting anything. I was not expecting anything whatsoever. And when I came here, what I saw, what I experienced, I can tell you, that month and a half was the most exciting 
an amazing time of my life so far. Wow. That, yeah. That I promised to myself that I was gonna come back. I I applied for a job here and and I got the job, so I came here and and That's I'm so living. brave. Yeah. What was it about that month and a half that was so incredible? Right, because oh. I mean, you you Did just you told meet us someone. It's like you just, you met you just someone. told us that you started with devastation. Yeah. And so to go from devastation to the best month and a half of your life. Well, I had never been so close to nature in my life, oh, okay. right? And Bukhan is definitely an, uh, a perfect place to be, like, connected with nature. And imagine having that connection, but also having the opportunity to have an amazing nightlife every day in summertime. Right. <laughs> that was like, no way. I'm, I'm living freaking paradise here. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's why it was amazing. That's wow. the reason why. That's and awesome. when you got that job here in Santiago, did you think when you accepted it that this was long term, you're going to move here permanently and stay? Or did you think, I'll put in a year, maybe two, and then go back to California? Well, um, I definitely have to be like going back and forth to the U.S. and Chile. Mm -hmm. Like I have to visit my family mm -hmm. in Los Angeles. I'm planning to go like once a year. But I'm planning to live here in Chile because I think right. Chile is such great country to live in. It's like mm -hmm. uh, people say it's it's unsafe, but I think it's safe. Mm. I mean, compared to my country, El Salvador. Okay. Right, and and, and even the U.S. I mean, sometimes you, in the U.S. you feel like, oh my gosh, threatened by by the I don't know anyone who looks crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and and right. I slash so just like higher rates of gun violence. Yes. And... Yes. So, but. Chile is a perfect country to to start start from zero, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I came here. I I already got an apartment because I was a little prepared, and I love my life here. It's really nice. Victor is definitely nesting. <laughs> Victor is settling into his life here. It's awesome. Yeah, it, I'm not planning to leave Chile. I'm planning to be a citizen maybe in the future. I don't know. And how right. do your parents feel that? You know, both yeah, their my sons parents, are here in Chile. They are very happy they live in El Salvador. They mm -hmm. have business there, but and they are happy and they are a little they are happier with us being here because mm. El Salvador is a little it's very dangerous. So they're happy do they visit? They are gonna come to visit us next year, right? Oh, that's they've been so very exciting. Busy. Yeah. They've been very busy with their business, but they are coming in winter time because maybe I don't know in the future, maybe when I'm like really settled down, I, I want them to come here and live with me. So right. they're coming to experience winter time because, you know, our weather is so different. I mean, in here, it doesn't matter how hot it is. It's actually never hot for me because it's a, it's a dry weather. It's dry. Yeah, it's right? dry heat. And, and, and in my country, it's so humid. Humidity is the worst. Like, it's your enemy, <laughs> for real. Like, I love bike riding. And, yeah. and, and you start sweating in my country when you get out of the shower. So right. imagine if you bike ride. That's no. even worse. Right. So uh, I, love, I love it here. I love the weather. I love everything. Do your parents speak English? Or your brother? My, my father speaks English because he, uh, was, he lived in Belize. Right. Oh, interesting. So yeah. Belize is a country that uh, it's a, an English-speaking country, so that's the reason why I had a little notion of the language, right? So maybe my my father was the one that motivated me at first, like okay. in the very okay. first years of my life. We know a little bit about your story now. We talked a little bit about learning English and what that process was like for you, 
What do you do for fun? Who are you and you're not teaching? <laughs> well, I love bike riding. I definitely go places with my bike. <laughs> You just, you just bought a bike. I just came here with my bike. You just yeah. bought a new Victor, bike. Victor, just, we just... can confirm that Victor did bike here. So. <laughs> I bought a bike like recently. It's but... parked right over here in Coffee with <laughs> yeah. Studios. It's in the studio as yeah. we speak. <laughs> I, I also love drawing. I actually love drawing. Really? Since, I did you know, not know that. I wanted to be an architect. So right. I, I love like designing things. Maybe just... What do you design? I design houses. I love designing houses. That's so and I, cool. I, I want to maybe like a plan for the future is to buy a place in the south oh, and okay. build my own house with wow. my style. So that's like a future, a long term plan. Any certain area in the south that you're oh, is in your dream? Vision? Anything close to Pucan, Valdivia, Puerto Varas, or anything yeah. beautiful. But I think th I think anywhere. Anywhere in the south is good, because the south of Chile is just beautiful it's for me. It's stunning. Okay, we have to ask, since all of our listeners, or the majority of our listeners, except for maybe my mom, who might be listening, <laughs> are English language learners, what advice would you give to people who are in the process of learning English? My advice would be not to get stressed when they are not understanding most of the things they listen to, because, you know, it's a process. So the more you listen, the more you understand. Another thing is like, for example, when they um, they are corrected, you really take that. For example, if they are corrected with a word, they are not pronouncing the word correctly. Mm -hmm. Just repeat that word in your mind as many times as possible so you can just get it, right? So right. you can just keep it in your mind. Because if not, you're going to go through a process in which the word is just going to stay the way it is, mm -hmm. the way you think it is, but, mm -hmm. but it's not actually correct. I think... Also, another thing that helps a lot is to listen to music in English, watch your favorite movies, since you already watched them in Spanish, watch them in English. That's really mm -hmm. good. Yeah? You understand most. You will understand most of, the, of what they say because you, already, you have already watched the movie before. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give when you were learning, when you had days where you felt so discouraged of, I didn't understand anything they were saying, or... They keep correcting me. I'm not getting it right. Or how I couldn't you... even order a coffee today without somebody like correcting me. Yeah, or... how do you break that discouragement? Just not to give up. You know, it's, it's a learning process. You are going to have good days, bad days. Uh, I can tell you many of my bad days experiences. Like, for example, when I traveled to alone in, inside, the U, inside of the U.S., Oh my gosh, I couldn't even ask where, I mean, at what time my plane was living. So wow. it was terrible. I felt so bad, but I mean, I didn't give up and, and I just tried and tried. Right? Awesome. Well, Victor, we think you are so inspiring. Thank you for sharing your story with us and with all of our listeners. I'm sure that like, the people listening like, definitely feel hope listening to your experience. And we really appreciate you being here with us. Thank you very much. It's, it's been lovely to be here with you. Thank you. And next week we'll be talking about weddings and dating in that Santiago. So yeah, a romantic so, episode next so week. So tune in. Summertime is a perfect time for weddings, so. It is, it is. And so it's a very timely episode. So you don't want to miss it. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Coffee with Gringos was brought to you by Dynamic English, where you can learn English simply by using it. If you're interested in taking classes or just want to learn more, go to our website at dynamicenglish.cl. Thanks for listening.